This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. I hope you enjoyed this little bonus clip we put together. During an interview last week with TJ Ralph and, of course, Captain Norm, we just couldn't help ourselves. We had to put our two cents in about the viral video that went on last week with the captain just yelling at the clients. And please excuse the audio for this episode. It simply isn't up to par, but we're using some new equipment and we will get it worked out. I hope you enjoy this episode of The Real Guy Podcast. Clear the airwaves. The Lunker Dog is on the air. Are you ready? This is The Real Guy Podcast. Did you guys hear about the two conks thing this week? The two conks thing? Yeah. Like who that, hasn't heard about it? It's all over Facebook. Who hasn't? That's uh, that might be that might be as viral as anything that we'll see in our in our business all year long. Right. Now that 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 type of thing happens on charter boats. Not like that. That was maybe a little bit crazier mm. than normal. But a little sh- shit happens, but it just never quite goes a viral. That was like that was like that was like the. That was like the Nagasaki. That was like the Hiroshima of charter boat trips. All right. For the audience, if you don't know what happened, there's a charter service down on the Keys that has fucking boats. They got 28 boats? 28, right? It's a lot of boats, yeah. They run a lot of yellow fins. They got a bunch of other other boats. I don't know how many it is, but it's a lot of boats. So they got twenty eight. So they got twenty. They got twenty eight boats. They got this huge marketing thing going on, and they're banging out all these trips. So it's mm-hmm. like the Walmart of charter fishing. Well, if you have twenty eight yellow fins, you have to book trips three hundred plus days a year. I've never seen an operation with twenty eight boats in it. To me, all right. Now I don't know the guys at Two Conks or anything like that. Mm. But I'm like the opposite end of the spectrum. I'm yeah. into like like super high quality. He's got to have investors. What do you mean? He's got to have people that that he conned into in you know into investing in that. <laughs> I, I'm not, and I'm going to use the term con. Well, I think it, I, it might not be a con. It might be something else. Well, wait a minute. Like the way people used to open up restaurants and bars all up and down the beach for certain reasons. Let's just think about this for just a second, okay? Have you ever seen a charter boat that makes money? That's like a real money maker. <laughs> and 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 this guy's got twenty nine of those goddamn things. <laughs> right. What the hell? That's my point exactly. How much money are they losing? And they have it in Key West. I don't know. They're out of uh, out of Marathon there. Marathon. How yeah. much? How much does a, how much does one 
how much does one yellowfin cost? One of those boats cost? Oh, they got to be 300 grand. <clears throat> for Easy. The, for the small ones? Easy. Now, you know this fucking guy? I, I had the opportunity to, to meet him once before, and I had no problems personally with the owner. But uh, my thought process on the whole thing was that, you know, I, I don't know how many boats he has, but we're going to go with 29. All right. If he's got 29 boats, 29 at an average of $300,000 a piece, okay, just the investment alone, and this is probably on the light side because I think some of those boats are 42s, okay, you're looking at $8.7 million in charter boats. Yeah. That ain't nothing. But, you know, I think he's got a lot on his plate for sure because you got, I mean, you're a captain, you're a captain, I'm a captain. We all do our own thing. And he's got a man of 29 of us. $8.7 million of us. divided by $1,200. Let's <laughs> say it's $1,500 per trip. Okay. They charge plus fuel. All right. Well, but let's just say $1,500 average per trip. $8.7 million divided by 1,500 is 5,800 trips. To break even. Just to break even. So, right. And that's just the initial investment. All right. So the the, fuck, the video that went viral. No way that makes With money. cursing at the client, with the kids on the boat and everything. Was, I mean, who knows the whole thing? It was pretty harsh, the whole mm-hmm. little, little video. But that's the shit that goes viral. That guy was Quint's son. So you're 30 years old. Have you ever cursed at a client? No. Never? In any way? I've got... I'm pretty mellow as far as my manner and when dressing people. Yeah, we got to talk about that. I I mean, you you got... (laughs) You'll get it. You gotta earn it. You know. No, don't. After about a thousand trips, you'll start. Yeah, getting yeah. A you'll start getting a little crusty. I get what frustrated. About, what about What about you? I don't curse at. I, I've never I've never yelled at a at, at a fishing customer. Not no. what I asked. No. Did you you ever curse at your clients? Uh, no. no, no. See, no. I curse at my fucking clients all no. the time. <laughs> I'm not no. kidding you. All right, so a guy. I can't remember doing it. I'm not saying that it no. hasn't happened, but I might have done it. I've never I, I cursed at my. It. I've never cursed at my clients like you saw in that video. But I curse at my clients all the time. I have I had three guys out the other night, three Canadians. They didn't know shit from Shinola. Super nice family right. and everything, right? <laughs> the guy gets a little tarpon and he like pulls sideways and like starts to whine the opposite way. Yeah. And I turn around and I go, "You fucking kidding me?" <laughs> right? So I cursed at the guy, yeah. which is a hell of a lot different yeah. than the two conks episode situation. That was so 100. That was so unhinged, though. That guy was so unhinged. Okay, I mean, let me tell you what. When I lost, when when my client lost that big yellowfin last year, I didn't. I just I got really really super quiet because I'm not. You know, I grew up with screamers. Everybody that just about everybody that 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 mentored me was a screamer, and so I'm kind of conscious about that because I think screaming at a client just kind of they freeze up so it really doesn't do me any good to yell at him and you know after after he woofed that fish by throwing the reel into free spool there wasn't anything that i was going to tell that guy that he didn't already know he knew he blew the fish of a lifetime so screaming at him it Not wasn't going to accomplish yeah. anything it wasn't going to make him a better angler it wasn't going to make the trip any better Honestly, 
this dude in the keys, he came unhinged in a special kind of, I yeah. think you should seriously seek help way. No, he snapped. Yeah. I mean, he that's sn- like, it's like borderline assault, like what you're doing on the boat. Like, he you don't, verbally accosted yeah, those people. You don't, he Yeah, you snapped. don't talk to people like that. Snapped so, is a good word for it. No, because I've come close to snapping. I've... There's times when I'm holding myself back from snapping. Yeah. And I'm not the only one. And if you go through a season of fishing, okay, yeah. and, it's, and it's not uh, a coincidence that it happened in friggin' August or end of July, no. in the hottest, longest days of the Absolutely. year, after going through a full season of doing all this crass, the fucking guy snapped. Absolutely. I, I understand it. I understand both sides of the argument. But what I don't understand is why are both sides mad? All right. People so, that are that are for the captain, they're pissed they're mad. Pissed. People that are for the clients, they're pissed mad. Everybody's fucking mad all the time. Yeah. Well, I think it's kind yeah. of funny. It, I thought it, it was kind of funny. It's it's a little humorous. Unfortunate. The kids were so young because okay now you know there's a line there where yeah. you know it, it fogs up some the of the kids humor. Even the ones that cause the issue. Well, now hold on. I'm not a hundred percent sure of that because there's some stories floating around there, and there's all kinds of conjecture and and, and everything else like that. But uh, from from what I saw, and that what's what what does seem to jive is the captain's account that he had counseled those people not to go near that throttle or not to go in that area where the throttle is on more than one occasion, and by the by the third, and especially, I think he, uh, it's, it's said that he, he, uh, he counseled the children especially. But then the kid's dad does it, yep. okay, and damn near throws him out of the boat. So for somebody to come unhinged like that, obviously that was not, and I'm not defending this guy, but I'm saying it makes sense that's why he snapped because he had already been through There's it a, a few times to it. And, it was, and it was building up. So that tells me that's why the guy snapped. That he snapped is way beyond excuse. There's, there's no excuse for it. The chances of a guy snapping in that type of system. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. It's very likely and common. A guy snapping that runs his own business, has his own clientele list, that's been fishing with his customers, like in my scenario, mm-hmm. and a lot of guys that have been doing it for a long time, 80% of the people that I fish with are repeat customers. You know who you have on the boat, yeah. so on and so forth. So the chances of me snapping on my clientele, even though there's times when I feel like I'm going to snap, probably not going to happen. You put me in the situation that that captain is in, whether it's two Kongs, Lady Pamela down here, or one of those systems where a guy has 10 boats, yeah. and his whole job is to manage captains and to keep the boats going, and then marketing. That's the situation where you're going to snap. And they 100%. are snapping. This isn't the first time one of these captains has snapped. It's not going to be the last time. The guy's not a villain for it. Should he have got fired for it? That's totally up to two conks and the way they run their business. But in my opinion, which is the only one that counts in the Real Guy podcast, (laughs) 
That's the Walmart of sport fishing. Shit that happens in Walmart is not happening at the boutique store down on Commercial Boulevard. No, maybe Pier, not. Because you know? it's your livelihood they, on your boat. So, your, so you're saying, saying, so you're saying that's a volume. That's a function. That that's a, vo a function of volume. That they just see so many people and they churn through so many trips that they become immune to uh, not immune, but they become callous. It's like a bad fucking carnival ride. <laughs> the li the long the line is too long to get in. Yeah. It's too expensive for what you get. And then when you're done, you're like, geez, do I really want to do that again? Yeah, well, you know, listen, I mean, there's, there's, I'll I tell you what bothers me more than anything else is that the way that this thing went viral, the way people are weighing in on it is ridiculous. Because right. you got some guy in Idaho that jumps on this yeah. thing, right. okay, and he says, "Who's well, pissed, man? Well, how come? How come that captain wasn't wearing his uh, shutoff lanyard?" Yeah, come on, dumbass. Dude. Yeah, come on. Okay, you tell me that you don't know anything about what you're talking about that, without telling me that, that would, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, comments from guys like that are guys that like failed when they couldn't get in the Coast Guard. <laughs> you know, they wanted so bad to have their friggin' you know be a coastie or whatever. Yeah, and they. And the guy's butt mad about it, and he's from Indiana. It's like a cat fisherman, but he's butt mad. Yeah. And he's like seriously has an opinion on whether or not this he captain, does. Oh, captain yeah. is right or wrong. But it's the same problem you have on social media with, with anything. All right. This is just this is just a fishing issue. You got the people that are either completely for the captain, or you got the people that are completely for the. The, the people that chartered them. Right. And there's no in-between. There's nobody going, hey, hold on a second. Let's look at what caused this captain to lose his shit and what made these people feel that they needed to film it and make themselves feel better for what took place. Not saying that he was right. Not saying that they were right. I wasn't there. I don't know. This guy totally but, John McEnroe that whole charter. <laughs> he, John McEnroe the piss out of that charter and charter fishing. Okay. Did anybody watch tennis before John McEnroe came along? No. But they watched it after he started yelling at all the refs. This guy is the John McEnroe of fishing charters, of fishing of charter fishing captains. Well, that okay. Would, well, that would mean that people would accept him cursing at the clients. Look for it again. I think there's some that do. I think there's some that do. Yeah, the people. He's like, like Lorena Bobbitt now. No, maybe he's not going to get a job. Maybe part of Mark the Shark's clientele enjoyed it. They pay, they pay for that. You get on that boat, you know what's that happening. Dude, that dude should actually take that and roll with it. He's a pompano okay. guy. Okay. Is he? Is he? Is he? Yeah, is he? Up there. All right. So there's an explanation right there in and of itself. But wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Who's a teetopper? Mark Shark. Oh, so Mark the Shark's a teetopper. He's rolling around up there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and with the kid. With his, okay. with his yep. son, yep. and they got the makeup. Right. And yeah, I, I see yeah, yeah. Catching and I on the sea That wall kid's awesome. And I guarantee you, and we'll bring it up on a podcast. I'm going to do a podcast with Mark the Shark. But I guarantee you, Mark the Shark accepts the fact that Pompano is the T-top capital oh, of the world. Yeah. Oh, I'm I, would, I would it. never speak for him, but you got to know. Right. He's got a nice T-top on that little makeup, too. He's a, dude, he's from Pompano. Yeah. Right, but we get way off the subject. Listen, I think this guy in the keys, I think this should be his thing. And 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 kind of like Mark the Shark, people are going to charter him for that experience. To, to get yelled at? Just to get yelled it's at. It's like those diners you go to that intentionally have the bad service. Exactly. You don't finish your exactly. food, they put you in the like corner a with a dunce hat. Resort. That's what Tukonks is now. 
to everybody that doesn't know anything. Two Conks is the dick's last resort of charter fishing. Can we say that? Is that right? Not only will we say it, we'll, Come name, on. we'll name this episode that. <laughs> oh, no. man. No, but th- th- these viral videos are trash. Of the, course they're I, trash. I 100% agree. Okay. And this podcast can be trash for the exact right. same reason. But somebody can, somebody can put up content, right, and, like, argue about... I don't know, the vaccine. And then somebody said, oh, that's misinformation. Yeah. We talked about misinformation on the last podcast. So that viral video that went out on that captain cursing like that, that too is misinformation because you didn't get the backstory. No, you didn't get the backstory. That's right. What happened four minutes before, four minutes after. Right. Hours. Right. Right. Hours. But you can play play it out however you want. But everybody always posts, here's the incident when shit went bad. Yeah. I'm the victim. Look at the. Look I at, think we're treating this fairly. You know. I got to be honest with you here. I think we're treating this fairly. I don't. I think there was reason for that guy to snap. I don't think it was right that he snapped. Okay, but I think right. they should own it instead of what they tried to do, which was, yeah. well, you know, they tried. To, you know, what Jack tried to do was he tried to walk the line. Did he try to PR himself out of the situation? He did. He did, and he failed miserably with it. Okay, because at first he said, well, you know, the captain definitely shouldn't have snapped, uh, but the customer was wrong too. Wrong answer. He should have canned the guy. That's what I would have done. Okay, and uh, I would have just chalked it up to. So, is that a first video he put out? Because by the time I went to actually look to see what what a response was. It was, you know, the whole story you just told, but he already, and he said he fired that guy. That was the second video. Okay. So then he so basically, the he walked it back. Okay. So he flip-flopped on it. All right. And he walked it back and he said, this guy is no longer operating. The, the, these were his words. Under the two conks. Yeah. He was very brand. legally. He was very, he was very political about mm-hmm. his, uh, very, you know, sort of careful about his words mm-hmm. and he said this guy is no longer operating under the two conks brand well, what does that mean that means he's not operating under the two conks brand duh yeah but sounds like there's something else going on he's there. coming to fort lauderdale and getting a maritime let's talk about fishing booker for a second do you uh, do fishing booker i do not do you do fishing booker so i despise fishing booker yeah why do i despise fishing booker is because any jerk off can get a boat Mm-hmm. And get trips tomorrow. Yeah. Fishing Booker. It does. Not really, though. Fishing Booker, the way the business is designed, is the guy with the highest bidder gets the trip. So if I'm competing directly against you, Norm, and we both charge the same exact amount, but I'm willing to give the fools at Fishing Booker 30% of my gig, and you're only willing to give 20%, I get the trip. You may be 10 times better than me. So who's getting screwed? The guy booking the trip. Absolutely. Well, let me. Well, yes and no, and I'll tell you why. Fishing Booker is for. There's only two types of people that use Fishing Booker. Only two. One is the guy that doesn't know anybody and wants to find a trip, and they want like a one-stop shopping center. So in that way, it's kind of like the Amazon of of of, of charter fishing. Uh, and two is the guy who's hunting prices. All right, and he's looking for the cheapest possible fishing charter that he can find right and the problem that i have with with some of the guys that use fishing booker and it's not all of them a lot of very legitimate guys use fishing booker the problem i have is the guys who are 
purposefully undercutting uh, everybody else in town on Fishing Booker and giving Fishing Booker a huge commission to for them to pimp that boat and to mm -hmm. book that trip. And what happens is that guy goes out and he gets a charter for you know three hundred dollars when the going rate might be five hundred dollars or more okay and he might get booked a lot on fishing booker but he's not making any money and really at the end of the day is is he's devaluing the product as a whole he's for, a scumbag for everybody problem with it guys that use fishing booker need to check themselves and my suggestion to you would be to develop your own clientele list not use companies like fishing booker what's your take on fishing booker i went and looked at it and i saw how it worked and i didn't even sign up because why because it didn't well, because morally it's not for you it's just i'm i'm not going to commit giving a company more money so they put me at the top of the results right so it's an ethical thing for yeah, you but they yeah. don't do that see that's the trick all right they, they don't do that unless you're booking a lot of trips, you're catching a lot of fish, you've got a lot of bookings, you've got to kind of be a top tier guy to really get the trips, <laughs> even if you're offering as much as 30%. Right. So, but the other, the other problem I've seen- I don't I've get seen, squat from them. The other problem I've seen on there, no, they're not paying you, you're paying them. Right, right. but yeah. I don't get squat from them. Yeah, yeah because somebody's willing because to pay someone's more out, than you. Someone's outbidding you. That's what it is. The guy that was carrying his grunts through Southport the other day. Yeah. He gets off his boat. His clients get off the boat. They got a bag of grunts. They're going to the fryer with the grunts. Okay? Homeboy is taking your business because he's a fishing booker. Yeah, here. I got a problem with that. You should have a problem yeah. with that. No, right. and like so let me ask you another question. If you're going to snap like the guy did at Two Conks. Was that a fishing booker trip? That not Close. Oh. Same shit. When you market people that way, the chances of you snapping on a client that you get from Fishing Booker or you get from Two Conks, the probability of you snapping on a client like that's like 90% more. Because you don't think he's ever going to come back. Because the guy's <laughs> fucking calling ads. He's looking for coupons <laughs> to give the charter captain. 100%. He's the guy that shows yep. up and pays with the credit card. Yep. That kind of shit. Yep. And that's the other reason I stayed away from Fishing Booker. Because you got all these... They don't put your information on there directly, but if these people are smart enough and they can kind of see their, your company's name, they might try to go around it. And they're always looking. For I get a lot of I, I get a lot of trips like that, and they're trying to look mm -hmm. for a deal. They're like, "Oh, what's yep. the commission? That's true. Like, what are you paying? I'll do it for the same price." And it's like, "No, that's not how this no, no, works." No. Yeah. You know. And then you got the other guys that are, you know, on top of it, they're undercutting on the site, so they're going to run a four-hour offshore trip for three hundred bucks in a boat that's probably their dad's. Right. They're yeah, not they paying for, they're not they're not paying for the bait. They're not paying yeah. for the fuel. They're going to put 300, you know, whatever after the commission. They're going to put 200 bucks in their pocket and they had no overhead. And it's like, you know, I'm paying for my own boat. I'm buying my bait. I'm doing the work. I got to clean my boat. It doesn't go on the lift and somebody comes and cleans it and fuels it afterwards. And it's like, how do I compete with that? You're going to get you a know? better quality of client. All right. Listen to me. Without booking that. Listen to me. Booker. And then we're going to, we're going to, we're going <laughs> to. We're going to put this in as a, a bonus clip. But listen to me when I tell you this, okay? The guys at Two Conks, the guys that like Lady Pamela, the guys at the jet ski rentals, the guys at the kayak rentals, the guys with the pontoon boat rentals. The fleets. They're all...
Anyway, thanks for coming in. Thanks for going this clip and run that dog. Talk about unhinged. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> yeah. Be careful next time you go up to Pompano. Them jet skis are out there now. Dude, but I, I was. For, my whole life I grew up, I was worried about the tea toppers in Pompano. Now you're telling me i got to worry about the jet ski people in Pompano? Oh, they're worried about jet ski people everywhere. I got rid of them down Don't here. I got rid of them down here at George English. Oh, no, they pull up with the 40-foot boat trailer with eight skis on, and they launch everybody off at the same time and then drive away. Uh, don't try that in my neighborhood. Just like that Aldine guy. And they're Don't try, to open Don't try up. that in my town. That's right. Don't open up that, what do you call it, jet ski yeah. trash in my town, in my boat ramp. We put a stop to that. And then they're hey. driving down the intercoastal right on your bow, and they're spraying their pisser right into your... By the way, there's a there's a boat. pontoon operation that went out of business in Fort Lauderdale. Now, how pathetic are you that you can't make it in Fort Lauderdale with your with a pontoon? Should, it went out of business that the guy next to me... Maybe the two conks were hire him. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> run that dog. Run that dog, For guys. God's sakes, run that dog. <laughs> <laughs>